One, two, three, still tripping podcasts. What's up, you guys? Hey, today we got an episode for you, teenagers out there, even young adults. Um, and this episode is called Thirsty Parents. Yes, your parents are thirsty. Not in that way. So don't even think that right now. I know what you were thinking out there, teens. But before we get into that, I want to give you guys a helpful public service announcement to remember it's no longer wintertime. So go out and get you some socks made for the summer. Get some Aloha flavored socks. Get some socks with um, the thinner socks. And what better place for you to go than Stance.com. Or if you're here local in Utah, go to the Stance store at Fashion Place Mall. They will get you fitted, hooked up. And they got a whole lot of cool styles out for the spring and coming to the summer season. So check them out. Fashion Place Mall, Stance Store, or Stance.com. They will take you from busted to bougie. <laughs> okay. Well, back to the episode. Well, this relationship we're going to be talking about is your parents, a.k.a. it's why I'm calling this episode Thirsty Parents. So imagine for a second that you come home from school. Imagine that your parents are asking you how your day went. It usually sounds like this. How was your day? Hence, they asked you. Okay, get it? So imagine you, for some reason, uh, just if you could see me right now, it's like there's something crawling under my skin, and you've heard this, I don't know, 5,000 times since you're in third grade. How was your day? How was your day? How was your day? What happened? What's going on? What did you do here? What did you do there? And you just hear question after question after question, but that very first one, how was your day, just makes your skin crawl. For some reason, it makes you feel uncomfortable. And even if it wasn't even a bad day, just, I don't know. Unless you had the most amazing day in the world, sometimes people don't want to hear how their day was, especially when they just got home from school, okay? So how this has to relate to thirsty parents is when your parents are asking these questions, they really want to know about your life, obviously. But your parents want to be close to you. See, when you were being raised as a little kid, you're with your parents all the time. Before you went to school, it was like 24-7 around your parents unless you went to daycare. But as soon as they got off of work, they came and picked you up. And it was constant questions. You would answer questions. It was this easy relationship where they were, you know, the, the older, wiser, mature person. And you were the young person who just did what you are told. And if you had, you know, a freak out, you get ground a little bit and you'd bounce back because let's face it, when you're really young, you don't know how to make your own food and do normal life sustaining things. So you kind of needed your parents to do those things for you. So you just followed along. You went along with the program. Well, something changes when you became a teenager. Parents become thirsty. They start to miss the times when you used to be really close. And sometimes you could still be close with your parents, but it, just not close in the sense that you don't spend a lot of time with each other. You're not around each other that much anymore. And it's a very simple scientific fact. Just Google it if you don't believe me. Teenagers, that was a smirky joke, by the way. Teenagers are always evolving to want to be more social with their friends as they get older and not so much focus and want to spend time with their parents. Problem is, is parents get butt hurt by this. They take that personal. They want you around. They have so many memories of you being close to them. They can't even imagine, A, you not want to be around them. But when that starts to happen, when I say they get butt hurt, no different is if you had a friend and this was your best friend and someone else moves into town. 
this other girl, this other guy moves in town. They start hanging out with your best friend. Next thing you know, they have a lot in common. And the next thing you know, your best friend is now their best friend. And you still are allowed to be in some of the conversations. You're allowed to kind of know what's going on a little bit. But for the most part, you're out of the best friend group. That's how a lot of parents feel. I've had quite a few parents confess to me throughout the years that they know they can't be their kid's friend when their kid becomes a teenager, but yet secretly they want to be their best friend. So it's a difficult time for parents is what I'm trying to say. They don't want to lose this relationship with you, but they're not really good at having teenage relationships. So let me give you a couple of reasons why if you get frustrated with your parents, if your parents piss you off and irritate you, here's some of the basic reasons without saying your parents are bad people, because I'm going to give all your parents the benefit of the doubt that they're good, upstanding people with some weird quirks, and they do some weird things to try to connect with you, and they just don't get it. Well, one way that may cause it to be difficult for your parents to connect with you and just play it cool around you is that they may not have been able to do that when they were teenagers. You might have had parents that were a little socially awkward. You might have parents that to this day don't have a lot of close ride-or-die friends. Some parents out there are so focused on their families and their jobs and their to-do lists that they don't even know how to play it cool. They don't know how to have conversations with a young person like you and just allow the conversation to happen. They know that they're supposed to be a good example. They know that they're supposed to provide for you, but they don't know how to connect with you. So when I say parents are thirsty, that means they just want your attention. When I say they get butt hurt, means they don't like it when they don't get your attention. Now, here's what you got to do. So this has been something that is another one of the best mind tricks, but it actually is just something that works. It's not even a trick. want to start off by having this attitude and this approach when you talk to your parents. If your parents are asking you a bunch of questions, this is not the time to do it. Don't go to your parents or don't respond to your parents when they ask you a bunch of questions. Why are you asking me so many questions? Leave me alone. This one girl I was talking to recently, she said that uh, her mom asked her at the mall. She said, uh, my mom was asking me, hey, do you know those girls? I was like, yeah. And she said, mom started asking her about these girls. And she's like, I don't even really care to talk about them because I don't really like them. And I was uncomfortable with them being so close to us. And so she just kept on just kind of brushing off. Her mom got upset, took it personal. They got in a big fight. She says this happens a lot with her mom. And I told it happens a lot with teenagers and parents in general. But here's the mentality that I want you to have. But I want you to talk to your parents and have this mentality, not when they're asking you a bunch of questions how your day was. Do it later on. So you're going to have to go to them. And all the stuff that you hear me talk about on this podcast, it usually is going to start with you taking the first step and you going to that person. If someone sees that you're coming to them first, they're going to take you a little bit more serious. Then if they're having to attack you and try to not attack you like physically, but if they're trying to go after you to get information from you, specifically parents, they're not going to like that as much. When you do give them an answer, they're going to question if you're just giving it to them to appease them or if you're just giving it to them because it's actually real or not. So here's what you do. You go to your parent and you basically have this attitude. You tell him, why don't you sit back and just listen to me for a second because I know you want a better relationship with me. And by the way, teens out there, if you don't think you want a better relationship with your parents, you can still say, I want a better relationship with you and it not be a lie. You want to know why? Because if you don't have a better relationship with them, you're going to have a worse relationship with them. And having a worse relationship with your parents is not going to equal 
them giving you money, <laughs> them giving you freedom, or them giving you anything that you really want in your life. Okay, basically your parents aren't going to support you as much as if you are in a good relationship with them. So tell your parents that I know you want to have a better relationship with me. I want to have a better relationship with you too. So here's what I thought I'd do. Instead of you asking me so many questions, I thought I'd help you out and give you a couple pointers on how to have a relationship with a teenager and how to talk to a teenager. Regardless of your parents have raised other teenagers, you still got to say this to them. So here it goes. You want to approach them with, they can just sit back and let you drive. I call this, let me drive, you ride shotgun. Now, as a teenager, if you have a driver's license, and you had two friends, three friends, and you guys are all about to go out, and you tell, one, and you tell your group of friends, hey, I'll drive, let's go, let's get in my car. And as soon as you know, that happens, in some places in the United States, they have this thing where teenagers will call shotgun. And what that simply means, if you don't know what that is, they want to sit up in the front seat. Okay, well, why does that, why is that a seat that is more desirable? Why don't they want to sit in the back seat with the child safety locks that they can't even roll the window all the way down in the back seat? Well, you guessed it, because it's not cool. There's nothing cool about rolling in your friend's ride, trying to pick up on chicks or guys or trying to be cool from the back seat. Nothing cool about that. So the second most powerful position best position for you to be in if you can if you can help it is riding shotgun you don't have no childproof locks right you're you're close to you know the device to plug your phone in usb or if you got the apple play you know you got some fancy stuff in your car if you're balling like that basically what it is is it gives you power and it gives you control but you're not driving the car you're just simply in the support position so tell your parents, say, listen, I want you to sit back in this conversation. I want you to think about this for a second. Like, I'm driving the car, but I want you to sit shotgun. And just explain to them exactly what this is. Me and my friends, we fight for shotgun. I'm giving you shotgun. So basically what I'm telling you, mom or dad, is I'm telling you to just listen to me for a second. If you listen to me and take this serious, don't try to make sense of it right now. Just take it serious and think about it. I think it's going to really help out our relationship a lot. And then you tell them this. If you really want to talk to me and you really want to connect with me, don't start off with asking me a bunch of random questions. See, in a friendship, a good friendship, you don't ask the person repeated questions over and over and over and over and over again to get the person to talk to you. Because if you did that, that person's not your best friend. That person is a thirsty person who wants to be your friend, and they come across quite desperate, and that's not attractive. So tell your parent, listen, well, you ask me all those questions. It's not that I even hate all of your questions because a lot of times teenagers just don't like being asked questions. It doesn't even matter what the freaking question is. At the end of the day, when you've had a whole bunch of questions inside of your own mind, did I, did, did I do good on this test? Um, does this girl like me? Did I roll my pants up right? Did I wear the shirt that I thought would go with this, ac with this accident? <laughs> with this outfit or is this outfit a big accident, right? Did I blow this outfit? Um, do I have a zit? Do I have too many zits? Um, does my hair look good? Um, is this person want to fight me? Does this person really mean what they said on social media? I thought we were friends. I, I, do they hate me? There's so many questions all day long. Just tell your parent, sometimes when you come home, you just don't want to be asked one more question. So do me a favor. This is going to help out a relationship. There's one simple thing. 
All I want you to do is instead of addressing me with questions right when I come home, like for example, if you say, you want to know how my day was, don't ask how my day was. Instead, just come up, say, hey, how's it going? Cool, how's it going? If you have to ask a question, just play cool. Hey, how's it going? Good, how's it going? No commitment. But if you really want to connect with me and give me the chance to stay in the driver's seat, just simply make a couple statements. It would sound like this. Hey, uh, I really want to know how your day was, but after we had that talk, I don't want to come across too thirsty and, and too like trying to get information out of you. So let me just put this way. If you would like to talk about your day in any way, shape, or form, I'd be happy to listen. If not, that's cool too. I had a crazy day. I actually wouldn't mind sharing about my day, but I don't have to talk about my day either. Just letting you know. And walk away. See, if you explain to your parents a simple basic rule with connections and relationships, and that simple rule is the more you chase something, the more it runs from you. But if you actually just make a statement, then your parent would be sharing, or not you, but if your parents just made a statement, hey, I want to talk to you, but I know sometimes when I get home from, from work, I'm not really super talkative either. So if you don't want to talk, that's fine. Or even at something bad, your, your school call today, I don't know if you know what that's about. We don't have to talk about that right now. We can talk about that later. I just want to let you know that um, we probably need to talk about that at some point. So just let me know when that'd be a good time for you. And just tell your parents to give you the chance to decide what you want to do. You're driving the vehicle. Tell them to imagine you're driving the vehicle. It's up to you to determine whether you want to go right or left. You know what Shotgun's job is? Play support. Get the, make sure you have the hype music, the anthem music. The Shotgun is the person who's making the experience better. So tell them you can make my experience better if you're just playing the music and supporting me. But if you're asking me a bunch of questions, now I'm trying to focus on the road, aka I'm trying to deal with all the questions in my own life, and I'm hearing questions from you on the side, and it may make me feel more complicated and frustrated simply because I'm asked another question, not because you have bad intentions. But if your parents start with statements, tell you that, hey, they want to talk to you, tell you that they're interested in uh, who your friends are, but that'd be kind of awkward just to start asking you questions, just... Say, hey, listen, if you want to share some things that you and your friends are up to, I'll sit back and listen. I won't even say a word. I just want to know. Then what happens is if your parents say that to you, their intentions are made clear. You can see that maybe they are changing. They're not trying to be super intrusive and, and get all the information from your personal life. Because, Come on, guys. Sometimes parents ask personal information because they want to be able to catch you in lies and traps. So... If you know that they're not trying to catch you in a lie, trying to catch you in a trap, trying to call you out on something, and you can tell that their intention is simply just to know how your day was, you're going to be more relaxed, you're going to be more likely to talk to them, and then guess what you're going to get in return? You're going to get parents that don't feel like you don't want them around. You're going to get parents that aren't butthurt so much because they feel like you're dissing them all the time, and they will learn a valuable lesson, and you'll learn a valuable lesson. They don't have to have you around them all the time for them to feel good about their relationship with you, and for them to feel like you're close to them. And you don't have to avoid your parents so much just for you to become your own individual person and to live your own life. So take that with you guys. Give it a shot. Remember, the the mindset, the attitude is 
Give him that, give him, paint him that picture. Let me drive the vehicle. The vehicle's the conversation. And you just ride shotgun. I'm not putting you in the back seat with the child-proof locks, the car seats. You know, some of your parents, you might want to strap them in a car seat with a little binky every now and then. Oh, I'm sorry. I know there's parents listening to this. I'm not sorry. You know, it's just a joke, okay? But use that example. Tell them to start with statements. And then just give them the example that, man, if you're asking me a bunch of questions, the more you chase me, the more I'm going to want to run. So start with making some statements where you can just make a statement, drop the mic, walk away. Tell your parents to get more comfortable just stating what they want, what they intend, and then give you some space to come talk to you about it. Until next time, as always, keep on coming to Stance. Tell you what, they're great people. They support us in lots of different ways. So proud of all the work that they've done for the youth out there. And uh, on, a, on a side note, just go buy some of their socks simply because you got to buy socks anyways. They're dope, but those are great people to run that company. On a side note, give it a shot. Hope everybody has a great week this week. And until next time, be cool. Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a mental health professional, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional on the Still Trippin' podcast.